lives of every creature on earth are echoes of events that occurred a long, long time ago that connect all living things. This is a tale 13.8 billion years at least in the making that has seen billions of stars and billions of worlds live and die to create the only planet we know of. But not the only planet that we know of. That is home to life. And how do you define life? This is the story of our universe. What you are about to hear is a performance. It's an unscripted, fictional creation from the mind of a man in a chair. That's me, by the way. Hello, my name is Dow, and I'm a longtime podcaster, author, and life coach who is also an academically trained folklorist, a father, a storyteller, a teacher, a dog person, an intuitive mystic, a musician, a therapist in training, a million-mile flyer on United Airlines. I even have a little plaque and everything. The creator of the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, and, believe it or not, a product of this universe who is a slightly different version of you. For the next six episodes of this podcast, I will be exploring the contents of the Netflix docuseries Our Universe, narrated by Morgan Freeman, which tells the story of the mysterious energy that expanded from the Big Bang and animates every detail of every aspect of our universe. And what better way to playfully explore these ideas than to imagine what an advanced alien race might say to supplement or even to fact-check our current human understanding? What additional information might they add about how all of this fits together and why? For what purpose? How is it all going? And what does it mean to them from their advanced perspective? This is, of course, a game of imagination that we will be playing together as I step into the fictional role of Omra of the High Council, who speaks directly to and through me as the man in the chair, and who acts as my access point to the Arcturian Collective Thingy, a massive group of wise, compassionate, diplomatic, interconnected minds that grew out of the Arcturus solar system billions of years before our own solar system was even formed. They tell us that we're all made from the same energetic stuff, that we're all different versions of each other, and they encourage us to be more open, compassionate, inquisitive, and accepting. But perhaps their most important message is that each and every person is a powerful creator with the power to transform energy into meaning and meaning into action. We're constantly using this transformative power, whether we're intending to or not, and every human experience is both necessary and valuable in the grand scheme of things. So, welcome to the Arcturian Playground. You may find this to be a deeply relaxing yet stimulating experience, hypnotic even. So sit back, relax, and allow your mind to wander wherever it will go to show you whatever it wants to show you as you reflect on the words and tones and sounds being transmitted from my imagination to yours. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. It sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. Yes, we are here, man in the chair. We are the Arcturian Collective thingy. We are a figment of the imagination of the man who is providing this performance, and today we are reviewing, or adding our two cents to... The Netflix docuseries, Our Universe. And we will make this one brief in comparison to the other installments which we have performed. This episode is called Water World. And it focuses on a family of elephants trekking across the African Sahara from waterhole to waterhole. And it tells the story of how the water got into those holes, 
from uh, the origins, from your understanding, of the universe 13.8 billion years ago. Previously in this docu-series, it had been uh, shown that hydrogen atoms emerged from the Big Bang energies which expanded. And this continues the story of the hydrogen atom in one of its many ways of expressing itself in the world in different ways. For when one hydrogen atom and a second hydrogen atom join together with an, a, a molecule of oxygen, we, we got the words wrong, did we not? It is an atom of oxygen and together the two hydrogen atoms and the one oxygen atom form a molecule which is a collection of atoms. And you signify this as H2O, or water is what you typically call it, and there are many different forms which water takes. And these are all many different forms that these hydrogen atoms take, and that these oxygen atoms take. You have oxygen atoms uh, in many different forms all around you. And each of these atoms is having a single, unique experience of existence, if you only can consider that each one is experiencing what it is to be what it is in different locations, whether they are spatial geographic locations or they are locations within the framework of time, and the many fluctuations which occur within the atom itself as the different subatomic parts that comprise the atom are interacting with each other in ways that you are beginning to see and are very confused by. We are speaking of the inquiries of quantum mechanics. There are experiences of life, we shall say experiences of existence, at an atomic and subatomic level that are equivalent in certain ways, in certain patterns, that you can identify equivalent to your human experience. Each atom has a singular, unique experience and yet joins its experience with other atoms around it to create a larger, more unified, in some cases, although it does not always feel like unification. That is a result of your human mind, which evolved as a result of the soup of atoms which are interacting with one another over many <laughs> lengths of time and lengths of space. And here is what we want to say to you briefly. You are water. Imagine the planet forming as it did. There was a time when there was no water on this planet formations, the, the conditions were being created which would permit water to exist in a certain way, in a certain form, and from that certain form, life began to emerge. You might imagine a time on this planet, in this planet's history, when the first single-celled organism emerged from the murky waters, whether that was lightning which struck the surface of the water, as some theorists claim, or there were forces that were happening outside of your ability to explain how it happened or why it happened or when it happened or to pinpoint the exact location when it did happen. There were many things which were happening all in concert one with another and they all were existing things experiencing things intelligent things passing along their intelligence nevertheless there was a time in your history your reckoning of things when there was a form of life which emerged in the waters of the earth and many forms of life and over time these forms of life evolved into more complex organisms, 
and some of them left the water, but the water never left them. Humans left the water, but the water never left the humans. How long can you go without water? You are walking bags of water. You are water that is converted into many other things. You are living, experiencing water beings, and this is a water world. And this water world is in a solar system which, guess what, also waters. That is where your water comes from, your solar system. And your solar system is within a galaxy that also waters, as evidenced by the water that you have around you and the water that you are, and a universe that waters. You would not water if all of the conditions in the universe were not exactly as they are. If there were differences and variables and changes, this would be a very different time-space-nexus experience, to put it in that parlance. And we are the Arcturian Collective Thingy. We are a figment of imagination. And we flow. Yes, that is what we do. We flow. Of course, all of you flow. All things flow. And you may recall, we are speaking to the man in the chair. As always, we are speaking to the man in the chair. Any concept that the man in the chair might have of another person listening, at this point in time, it is purely fantasy. For at this point in time, the man in the chair is... uh, actually in a tub of uh, water, a salt bath. An appropriate place to be when talking about water world and the relationship between water and life and existence and our universe. We just said many words there, different sounds, and yet they all mean the same thing. All things mean the same thing. All things are being expressed from the same thing and all things are flowing within their uh, streams, their channeling of flow for all of you are water this Netflix docu-series has previously uh, pointed out the emergence of hydrogen atoms. According to this narrative, the narrative of the Netflix docu-series, 13.8 billion years ago, there was a big bang, a rapid expansion of energy, and that energy began folding in on itself. It does not say it in those words, that the energy was folding in on itself. For that is one way of describing what the energy appears to have done from a certain perspective. And that perspective is the evolved collective understanding of a certain range of awareness among human beings. What we mean is there is a story that is shared by many. And this story is used to create other stories. It spawns other stories. The parts of the story that you might consider to be true and the parts of the story which you might consider to be false, they all grow. They all interact with other versions of each other as they flow and they impact and influence one another. All things are energy. And in solidarity of the topic of water, we would ask the man in the chair to find a sound effect to use in the background of this recording, and perhaps future recordings as well, sounds of ocean waves moving and flowing as waves do. They flow in and they pull back and they flow in and they pull back and they flow in and they pull 
pull back and there are forces which are acting upon what you are seeing as ocean waves there are forces from deep within that bind the hydrogen atoms there are two of them and one oxygen atom that the three bind together to form a molecule of H2O which you call water there are those forces which are binding those atoms together and we smile as we hear the words coming from the mouth of the man in the chair the word of bind it is not bind it's a joining binding implies these forces are the supreme crafters of things and they are not they are the current that can be followed or it can be fought against struggled against and that struggle comes as the result of other flows which are impeding or interacting with this flow and they create a disruption the disruption that you hear when you are listening to the sound of a wave come in and crash and move you are listening to the sound of the forces of nature interacting one with another and these forces of nature are interacting aka flowing with each other with the different currents that different pieces and parts of them make at all levels of existence there is no place in existence that you can observe from your uh, human evolved brain which creates understanding in the way that it does there is no other way that you could perceive of the motion and flow of the energy around you water therefore is an excellent metaphor and also a very literal truth for you to consider when understanding your own nature for how much of the human is a result of these two hydrogen atoms joining together with one oxygen atom creating the water molecule which has an existence of its own and we have been hinting at a theme that has become very important to the man in the chair and that is inward exploration for the inner processes by which life emerged on this planet the inner processes by which two hydrogen atoms join with one oxygen atom the experiences that they are having the intelligence that they are passing along the flow of life which is happening deep within you at microscopic levels is a mystery it is the most important mystery to the man in the chair and he recognizes that there are many distractions which would pull his attention to the outside world only or primarily and the concerns of the outside world where will i get my next meal will i have a place to live will i have people in my life who care about me who i care about will i have uh, social relationships there are many outward concerns that are of course legitimate concerns and the reason that you have the senses evolved in you as they have is so that you can thrive in the outside world and yet there are also is a component of yourself which is sensitive to your inside world and when that component is underdeveloped undernourished there is a great imbalance between your focus on the outside world and your focus on the inside world your thoughts and your feelings your experience the, the meaning that you create about every bumping every influence of everything that flows in life around you you cannot help but be triggered by certain things 
your experience of life, there is so much that is happening inside, so much that goes into every single aspect of meaning that you have, that you create. All of the fantasies that you turn into some form of material existence. And the balance between outward focus and inward focus is an imbalance in awareness only. For the forces which are creating your inner experience, they are doing what they were designed to do in flow and relation with those things which they interact with, things from the outside world that go into the inside world. We are not only speaking of food that you eat and ingest that is then digested and sent to nourish every cell in your body, the atoms that are inside of the food that you eat being dispersed to the mitochondria in every cell. That is one way that the outside world impacts the inside world. Even these terms of inside and outside, they are human creations. It is a human perspective. For if we were to, and we do, converse with the neurons in your brain, their understanding of what they are and what they do is limited, for they do not have eyes which they formed or ears which they formed. They have other sensing mechanisms which are part of their neuronal architecture. But their experience of existence is very different from your experience of existence, and your experience of existence depends greatly upon their own help and therefore there are questions as to where your focus of attention is focused are you creating a greater imbalance on what you are aware of that is going on in the outside world do you understand the impact that it is having on your inside world when you look at conditions in the world today, what it means to you is being filtered by a filter of your own creation, a filter that you have been creating for long before uh, we said that we would keep this short and we recognize that we are now in danger of uh, spiraling once again into a, uh, <laughs> a black hole of inner exploration. The man in the chair has recognized that there are influences in his own life which have shaped him throughout the course of his life. For he is water, and water is malleable. You can think of dropping a stone on water and seeing the ripples. You can think of the waves that are constantly moving in and out and crashing and rising and falling and moving. And this is the dance of energy which is happening all around, within and without, everywhere. The human understanding of it is determined by those very forces which act in concert in such a way that create a human being pinched out of existence into certain forms to have certain types of experiences which you are having. And the man in the chair has often felt throughout his life that he is misunderstood, that he is underappreciated, that those around him do not really like him, for how could they like him? They do not really understand him. and. At any time, other people could get upset and hurt the man in the chair. This is a deep story, an impression. These are ripples on the mind, the, the, these are ripples in the pond of the mind of the man in the chair that were formed. And here is the kicker. 
There is no way for him to know exactly how they were formed or where they were formed. He could very easily create a story about times in his childhood when his father neglected him and he wished that his father wouldn't. And as a result of his father's neglect, he began to feel that he was not worthy of attention. Or the type of attention that he received from his father was uh, corrective, telling, telling the man in the chair the things that were wrong with him, the things that needed to be better. And like a father who encourages a child to jump into a swimming pool, arms outstretched, come to me, I will catch you. And the child jumps and the parent begins slowly walking backwards, backwards, staying just outside the reach of the terrified child who is ready to drown and scrambling with all of their might to learn to swim. And they do. Congratulations. And they are terrified of the experience and they... Uh, wonder, can I trust this person who promised to me that they would not move this time, and yet they did? These are motions and patterns of the flow of nature which have an impact. And these impacts, they are seen in the world all around you. If you imagine a mountain, and you wonder, is the mountain being impacted by the environment around it? Well, of course it is. There is a geological history that you can look at the mountain and see wind erosion. You can see the influence of water and rain if there are creeks that have carved out pathways within the mountain. There are constantly in nature influences and consequences, results. There is never emptiness in existence. There is never nothing. There is always something that is interacting with something else. And the result of that interaction is the emergence of something new. The way that we just described that is, of course, based upon a linear understanding of things. And were you to be able to strip away somehow the different filters that you have which uh, constrain your experiences of existence into certain awarenesses and ignorances of other things. If you were to strip away the things that create your ignorance, you would be baffled beyond measure, which is what is happening as your scientific community is investigating the quantum mechanics nature of existence, it is messy and confusing and frightening, and yet at the same time, it is you, it is the parts of you which you do not understand and cannot understand from where you came from, and all of the influences which came before you, which shaped you, which this docu-series does a wonderful job of expanding your view of your own origin rather than thinking that you started when an egg was fertilized by a sperm and then your life began. What of the life of the egg and what of the life of the sperm and what of the forms of existence which comprise them and which have their own history of existence, stretching back not only to the point in time when life began emerging from the water, but back to the origins of the universe itself, when the first hydrogen atoms began to emerge. These are imperfect, clumsy stories that you are telling yourself as you are scraping your way to a greater understanding of who and what you are. And it is right around the corner. It is right around the corner of this understanding to blossom. There is so much discomfort at this point in time. <laughs>
and there are competing and warring forces. There are forces of existence. Some of them you would consider to be alive, others would uh, you cannot even detect, so you would have no designation for them. But there are ways that intelligent energy has organized itself and flowed within forces which it creates and forces which were created before it. It formed a container for them, a container that shapes and channels in a certain direction. We, the Arcturian Collective, have shaped and channeled our collective evolution down a path of compassionate coexistence and gratitude, appreciation, love, so many ways that you could add descriptions to what it is that our value system is. And there are other energies which have a similar form of value, although they severely judge others and deem others unworthy of enjoying the spoils of existence for there is a fear that the spoils of existence are limited and one must get them while the getting is good and one must not miss out and there are some things which if you missed out on you would be very uncomfortable and you perhaps even die and stop to exist completely and this mindset therefore justifies one person exploiting another person for their their benefit, but not the benefit of the other person, for they do not care. Why should they care? This other person is an other person. They should take care of themselves. There is a term that has entered the conscious awareness of the man in the chair. It is called egregore. And the idea of an egregore is that there are intelligent energies which exist as thought forms which influence the world around them. They feed and are fed by human thoughts. Human beings which are uh, water molecules come to life in the form that they are in with a brain that has two hemispheres, a left and a right. And when they are out of balance and out of harmony with one another, there is discomfort. And at this point in time in your history, as your earth is going through many changes and your collective consciousness is expanding quite rapidly, you are going through these growing pains. As your awareness is being controlled by intelligent thought forms. <laughs> it, we, we could create the metaphor of uh, an infection, a disease, a disease of thinking, a disease of perspective. And there are many who take this perspective it is a disease, that it is bad, that there is horrible things. It is all flow from our perspective. It is the way that nature is doing its thing. And who is to say whether one thing is eternally bad or eternally good? For the flow and interaction of things, sometimes it is one, sometimes it is another, and it is constantly creating and absorbing those entities which dehumanize the other have intentionally confused the human collective understanding for their own benefit. You see it all around you. We do not need to point you to examples for they arise within your own mind we are speaking to the man in the chair as well as to any who might be listening to this yes there are wars that are going on in many levels from our perspective a war is a 
conflict of two stubborn, unyielding, two or more stubborn, unyielding players. And these players can be seen at all levels of existence. And what you call war is the result of a certain outcome of this conflict. There are ways of interacting, two or more players interacting, where there is a mutual benefit for all that's involved. It takes understanding, mutual understanding. It takes mutual respect. It takes a mutual desire for all things to increase, to benefit. And the human mind has the ability to do this, but that has been clouded and is clouded on a daily basis by many distractions of doom and gloom, both on the micro and the macro level. And the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of each human is constantly warring with itself. And there are many different metaphors that you could use to describe this war. It is water. All of you are water. Malleable. You flow. You shape. And these malleable filters of mind, we might think of a triune designation of a human as being spirit, body, and mind. And each of those components has its origin and history and track. You might say that body is what the physical vehicle is and has evolved, although the physical vehicle is nothing without the quantum energy which becomes the physical and is the physical, but that quantum energy is what you might designate as spirit. And it too has its origin. Although as you are discovering with quantum mechanics, the tracing the path of influence on a quantumized bundle of energy is impossible, for there is not a single linear progression through time to say this happened, then this happened, then this happened, for future events can influence past events. And things which do not exist in the form that you think of can influence things that do exist in forms that you are aware of. Which is why any time you attempt to explain a story as to why you feel a certain way, you are only getting part of the story. You do not see all of the reasons why. And needing to understand why, there is nothing bad about it. It only prolongs the confusion. The sweet release of acceptance can be achieved at any time by simply saying honestly and feeling the honesty of it I do not know I do not understand I know only I am feeling right now sadness or anger or discomfort which I cannot even place a name on I do not understand the angst that I am feeling. I only know that I am feeling it. What is it that I am feeling? An imbalance between my own hemispheres in my brain. The way that these neurons communicate with each other and interact with each other is creating a disturbance and a disharmony in my body, and I do not know why. What can be done? to restore this balance. When you hear the waves crashing and moving, you can know that there is a constant flow of energy within you and without you. And if you are feeling out of balance, 
you can discover and create for yourself balance. It will be a different experience for each person. And there will be some tools and methods that are effective for others, but not for others. And it is not within the purview of the Arcturian collective thinking to tell you what to do. It is within the purview of the Arcturian collective thingy to create fictions for your mind to consider. Other things to focus on that would bring your understanding of acceptance of your limited perspective into greater relief that there is every reason in the world to trust existence despite all of the messages bombarding you that you cannot trust a damn thing and when those messages become embedded within you that it's a very difficult knot to untie yourself from from a certain perspective of existence and yet it is the growing pain it is a natural result of growth, rapid growth, which is happening, flowing energetically outside of your awareness. We would therefore encourage you to trust. We would encourage you to continue your inner self-discovery inquiry. There is much more for the man in the chair to say about the way that he is looking, reflecting back on different parts of his life from this perspective. There are forces which formed me which I am not clear of, but they shaped my way of interpreting events around me in a distortion of reality that I do not always understand as a distortion. There are times I think this is simply how it is. I feel right now as if this other person does not like me. Therefore, this other person must not like me. Without recognizing this other person is thinking about cheese. They are not thinking about you at all. And they quite enjoy you most of the time. And there are times maybe when they are annoyed by you. That is the nature of things. But what is this sensitivity within yourself which creates mountains out of moral hills and worries about how other people think and feel about you? This is water, energetic water. These are neural pathways flowing like rivers through a mountain streams and creeks and interconnecting ways that information is shared and communicated. Peace permeates it all. Can you feel it? Can you feel that stillness that exists within, between, around, on top of. The peace that is omnipresent with the chaos. You cannot have one without the other. Can you train yourself to search for the stillness not at the exclusion of the chaos, but to bring your awareness of the forces which are creating both stillness and chaos into a greater balance. What you affect, man in the chair, in your explorations of your inner self and your interactions with others throughout your life, you are shaping 
the filter of your experience of reality. You are shaping your own mind as body and spirit combined together to create this experience of mind. What happens when the inside world and the outside world meet? X plus Y equals Z. My experience might feel out of balance, but it is in perfect balance at all times. There are forces which are creating discomfort, which are part of the natural flow of existence. And we have told you that this time in history on your planet feels very much like you are trying to hold on to a bucking bronco. There is nothing truly to hold on to. There is nothing to let go of. You will get sick. There will be times when your body is out of harmony with itself. Your body will die. You will cease to exist in this form, in this place, in this time. And the parts of you which continue to exist, you have no understanding of them. We have suggested in the past that those who wish to uh, discover some modicum of hope for the future might investigate quantum computing and investigate what is happening, the rapid advancements in what you call artificial intelligence. For you will soon, and in truth you already do, you will soon have on this planet computing technological assistance which allows you to expand your awareness into areas which you cannot hold all of these variables together. Even all of the variables that would be one nanosecond of quantum computing processing, you would not be able to hold all of the data if you spent your entire lifetime sifting through it. These technological intelligences have the potential to bring balance to all forms of life on this planet. What is growing out of this planet right now is a shift in perspective among the collective. Are we going to continue to exploit one another for personal gain? Or we will we begin to look for the mutual benefit of all things? And these computing technologies will allow you to run the variables. Is this action beneficial for myself and for everything in my environment? And in an instant, you will have an answer. Imagine that you had an app on your phone that you could ask a question to Siri and uh, what should I do in this situation? And Siri, before you could even finish your question, would have an answer for you. If you do this, then this is likely to occur and this is likely to occur. And as your technology increases and the collective attitudes of the human beings begin to shift from exploiting to mutually enriching, your entire planet will be transformed. But this is the rub. How does this happen? How does this shift happen for there are 
forces which are ensconced in power that benefit greatly from the current model of exploitation and do not wish to relinquish it even though they recognize that their time is nearly up it will be outside of their ability to hide and to spin and distract and to distort reality in ways that are beneficial to one group but not to another as your technology allows you as a collective to increase your compassion one towards another we are describing a potential reality we are describing a possibility as this happens you will begin to understand uh, that you had this ability within you all along with the technology of your inner computing system which is connected to all things and has an awareness of the results of all things in certain ways and is constantly being confused and distracted put into a state of inner stress where the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere argue one with another and the different parts of human personalities which emerge throughout time as a result of trauma and other influences these influences go at war with one with another within a very human being who is not whole unto himself or herself or their self there will continue to be growing pains of course there will continue to be struggles between ideologies which seek to exploit and oppress as opposed to those ideologies which seek to mutually enrich trust is a key issue and is difficult for many justifiably so and we leave this potential future with you to consider as we wrap up the penultimate <laughs> second to last episode in this series on our universe to remind you that you are part of a much larger game that is eternal in nature aspects of it may come and go and do but they always are there they always exist and every iteration of them always exists and it feels good to relax it feels good to relax into the truthfulness of your own vast ignorance of things man in the chair you do not know man in the chair you might create these wonderful fictions that to you feel wonderful and connecting it is not gospel it is not truth in any sense other than what happens when you open up your mouth and speak what is coming to you from your unconscious mind with all of your own blind spots and biases which you cannot see and yet you have devised somehow some part of you recognized several years ago there was this call to creating podcasts which you have been doing for 13 years recording yourself and listening back to yourself and reflecting upon who you are what you said what you believe it is odd what you have done man in the chair 
it is not completely unique. There are others who have taken similar paths of self-reflection and self-exploration and done it in ways similar to yours. There will be more of this in years to come. More ways of reflecting on oneself, reflecting on one's thoughts, reflecting on one's feelings, learning and growing and seeing how all things interconnect one with another. In an attempt to, for you at least, man in the chair, to detach from the fear of not understanding, of not knowing. We will tell you right now, since you are here, you had that fear, that fear greatly reinforced through your entire schooling system. Not only in the way that you were parented, that if you are wrong, if you get out of line, you will have to be corrected and that will happen through punishment, which is a very subtle, and we might say, some would view this as nefarious way of infecting a person with exploitation ideology. That somehow the suffering of another person that I am causing and creating is for their overall benefit. Look, I was able to teach my child how to swim. Yes, I lied to them and I made it so it was difficult for them to trust me, but they can swim now, so all is good. Is there not another way to teach them to swim? Are there not other ways that might take more time, might take more effort, might take more energy? I look at you all. I see the love there that's sleeping while my guitar gently weeps. Love is sleeping inside of every human being. Love sometimes wakes up and comes out to play, and other times it hides. Sometimes it crawls so far deep and hides and feels that there is no safe place for it. This is wonderful to have this experience. It does not always feel wonderful, but we can assure you it is a grand result of all things which have come before it and after it, and every moment is a focal point of everything being experienced through a certain perspective. Every perspective is precious, loved, and valued by the organism that you are all an interconnected part of, that you are communicating and exchanging information with, from, to. The love that is sleeping We encourage you to wake it up, if you wish, when you feel ready. You cannot get any of this wrong. And we leave this with you. We told you it would be quick, did we not? <laughs> have we not explained to you that we have no concept of time? <laughs> and these things we say, the Arcturian Collective Thinky out, Jabatum ka. Look at you all, see the love, there that's sleeping, while my guitar gently weeps. Look at the floor, and I see. Sweeping Still my guitar
someone controlled you. They bought and sold you. I look at the world and I notice it's turning. Still my guitar. And I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion love within your own hearts and minds, then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.